if they won't be honest about what's happening at the border, how do you ever expect to fix what's at the border? And since Joe Biden won't even go to the border, how does he know what's really happening? And as we've discussed, according to TheHill.com, you've got members of Border Patrol who are Being told uh, they can't speak to the press, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's so good to be with you. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is out of his head on this subject. He's speaking right now. Let's take it to the governor of Texas. President Biden's reckless open border policies that are causing a surge in border crossings and cartel activity. The administration has yet to provide answers that Texans deserve. How long will these children be here? What countries have they come from and what COVID variants have they been exposed to? Are they being tested for COVID? And if so, how is the administration handling those who test positive? Is the federal government following CDC quarantine protocols? What happens to these children if they do test positive for COVID and if they do become ill, who is it that's going to be taking care of them? The Biden administration must also answer for enticing unaccompanied minors into inhumane conditions, inhumane conditions that expose these children to traffickers, to abuse, and to terror. So far this year, more than 11,000 minors have been apprehended crossing the border into Texas. Children crossing the border rose 60% from January to February to more than 9,400 in February. The number of migrants crossing the border is at the highest since March 2019 and is on pace to hit a 20-year high. On Monday alone, the Border Patrol took in about 280 child migrants in the Rio Grande Valley sector. America needs to know how these children, some are young children, how they are coming across the border and who is it that is helping these children come across the border. They, Americans need to know whether or not these children were harmed or abused in any way. They need to know if these children were assisted, coerced, or threatened by cartel members or by human traffickers. Were they forced to carry contraband as they made the trek across Mexico to the American border? All of this is vital information that can help America combat these human traffickers and prevent other children from being victimized. So this is Governor Greg Americans Abbott of Texas basically calling the Biden administration to task for what do you plan here? What is your plan there? What are we supposed to do? Look at the, what the real problem is. Exactly how we started. Joe Biden isn't willing to look at the problem and the administration is purposely keeping the problem, it seems, from him. Let's go back to Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. To get those answers, should interview every unaccompanied child coming across the border. They should determine if any child has been harmed in any way or victimized by human traffickers. Things like this are done very professionally and very compassionately for children in America who are victims of human trafficking. The children coming across the border 
They may share information about human traffickers or other abusers. This information can help us root out human trafficking as well as other criminal activity. Now doing these things is the federal government's responsibility. But once again, it is Texas stepping up and doing what the federal government should be doing. Weeks ago, I launched Operation Lone Star to help secure the border and combat the smuggling of people and drugs into Texas. The Texas Department of Public Safety has deployed a thousand DPS officers, agents, and rangers to support Operation Lone Star. Today, we are expanding the scope of Operation Lone Star to crack down on human trafficking. The Department of Public Safety will work with the already long-standing Governor's Child Sex Trafficking Team, as well as with other organizations and agencies that have experience in dealing with human trafficking and child trafficking. The Texas Department of Public Safety has been and will be apprehending unaccompanied minors who cross the border. And when they do, they will be seeking information about human traffickers as well as other crimes that may have occurred. Today, I am directly asking the Biden administration to allow the Texas Department of Public Safety to access this facility across the street at the K. Bailey Hutchison Center, as well as the other federally run facilities in Texas to be able to talk to these unaccompanied minors. We must get to the bottom of the human trafficking and put an end to it. The thought of any child suffering at the hands of human traffickers is completely unacceptable. We have a duty to crack down on this heinous crime and to prevent more children from being trafficked and abused. And our mission is especially important now with a massive surge in border crossings and with an administration in Washington that has not laid out a clear plan about how to address this challenge about human trafficking or candidly to be able to address the massive surge that's coming across the border. So whether it's securing the border or fighting human trafficking, the state of Texas will always step up and fill in the gaps that are left open by Washington. And I want to thank the brave men and women of the Texas Department of Public Safety who are on the front lines every single day. Their efforts are vital to work to address this humanitarian crisis and to keep our community safe. Leading the charge in keeping our community safe is Director Steve McCraw of the Texas Department of Public Safety. So we'll get into more of what Governor Abbott has to say and hopefully a little bit of the Q&A, but I really can't wait to hear all the celebrities celebrating Governor Abbott and his honest conversation about the border and uh, Biden's failures. No, is that not going to happen? Because that's usually what happens when a governor speaks out honestly and truthfully about the situation. The celebrities just love that governor. Isn't that what happened with Andrew Cuomo? He was honest and clear and focused about COVID. He was America's governor. 
Well, then it turns out he's very into hand size, which I got to admit, the more I think about it, the more I absolutely believe he said it. He did say it. And then the follow-up to that um, is it makes me believe more of these women. I will admit, I don't at the start believe every one of their stories. I think some of them are more odd as opposed to harassment stories. But is there any doubt that He's this guy. He's this guy. And celebrities love, ah, oh, can't get enough of him. Thank goodness, during the days of COVID, we were getting honest information. No, you weren't. You were being lied to. He lied about everything. Certainly when it came to nursing homes, certainly when it came to sending people to their deaths. Right? No question. So now... We got to ask ourselves, what is it that we actually want from the border? And this is the part where the political right must have a plan. Let's go back to Obamacare. For years, all we heard, I was one of the people who said the words, Obamacare is not okay, government shouldn't be running healthcare. But it was obvious that America wanted to know, well, what was your plan? Now, in that very statement comes a problem. And the problem is that now we think that government's supposed to come up with some kind of plan regarding healthcare, which of course it's not supposed to do. But here you are, and the stage has been set, and you have a chance to make that pie before it bakes. And the Republican Party did not come up with a plan that could be said in an elevator pitch. They couldn't come up with one statement. They had plans? Oh, sure, they had plans. That they had plans is not that they could engage the plan, discuss the plan, share the plan, get people excited about a plan, get America to buy into a plan. So now you want to talk about the border. What is your plan? And when I say that, here is what I mean. The Republican Party should have at the ready five bullet points. Three would be better, but I'll give them five. About how they want to ensure aggressive, valuable, legal immigration They need to be able to state quite clearly how we can work with people who want jobs in Mexico and other countries and work programs out to allow them to work by the day or by the week that does not give anyone citizenship, but rather gives them opportunities to make where they live better places. That it is patently unfair to the people who have waited online that we should allow people in illegally and give them citizenship or any type of anything from the United States citizenry. The people who have waited deserve our respect and we will honor their commitment. There's three things. You have to be able to talk it. And you'll notice within there is a plan, a plan for making sure people can work. Now, Tony, what about the humanity? Well, I've got an answer to the humanity. Nancy Pelosi must immediately put forth legislation that allows families to stay together and not engage the process of ripping them apart. Further, humanity only comes 
when Joe Biden speaks from the border in which we will erect the stage and the podium at our cost and tells those people that no one will be allowed into the country illegally, no one will be given asylum because they speak and parrot the information given to them by legal groups in the United States who care not for the border or the sovereignty of the United States. That the idea of asylum for the refugee is something we consider holy. But people who are just searching for a better life, we appreciate that, but there's a process. And searching for a better life does not the refugee make. Got to say so clearly. Oh, and the Republicans must also be prepared. Anytime Representative Ocasio-Cortez, Representative Ilhan Omar, Representative Jamal Bowman, Representative Rokahana, Representative uh, Rashida Tlaib, Senator Dick Durbin, Senator Richard Blumenthal, who lied about his Vietnam service, Senator Chris Murphy, Senator Tammy Duckworth, or any of these others, Call Republicans bigots or uncaring or murderers. Those Republican senators and members of Congress must be able to immediately get on to radio or on TV and call them filthy, no good punk liars. Interrupt their television broadcasts at the Capitol to call them liars to their face. Not in a kind way, not in a Mitt Romney way, but refute it right there and then and say, how dare you engage in such despicable acts to hell with you. Look, you got to have a plan. Me, I'm putting forward a plan. That's all. I'm just a boy putting forward a plan. What, you, you don't want to have a plan, Republicans? Okay, don't have a plan. Let's see what happens again. I'm Tony Katz. Nebraska, you sexy bastards. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's so good to be with you. Nebraska sticking it to the people of Colorado. And it is so absolutely, positively spectacular. What are they doing? Well, Colorado uh, seems to uh, think that they should all be about the Meatless Monday. Oh, no. Right? Now, do you know what Meatless Monday is? Meatless Monday is this thing that it's it's nationwide where people are like, you shouldn't eat meat on a Monday and for social justice or for health reasons and for the environment. And, And us here on my morning show, which is in Indianapolis, I have been doing Meatless Monday going on four years. Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate, cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. That song plays every single Monday while I highlight another steak restaurant in the central Indiana area that you should go eat at. We've been doing this for years, but it never dawned on me that we should have a meat out a day. No, no, not meat out day. A meat on the menu day. Pete Ricketts, governor of Nebraska, calling Colorado's action, quote, a direct attack on our way of life that is so holy damn sexy, I don't even know what to say. Yes! 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 Oh! Oh! All right, that's enough of that. So instead of Colorado's meat out day, it's meat on the menu day. That's March 20th. No! 
the, the, I, I am in love. It is it 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 is a real love. It 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 is it is indecent. Uh, I, there there's gonna be flowers on on on, on the bed. It's gonna be just spectacular. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. I fell in love with Nebraska. That's what happened. We gotta go. Of course we have to go. That's awesome. It's so good. I'm so proud. I am so proud to be on KFOR. Now, I'd be more proud if Governor Ricketts would come on the show. He hasn't done that yet. Yeah, we actually tried once, and and it was like, uh, wait, wait, uh, t- tell us more about yourself, Tony. I know, right? It's, it's been over a year now. Call the program director, Rob Kelly, and be like, hey, cats, can we do this? And he'll be like, if you don't do it, you're crazy. And then we'll chat. We'll, we'll sit. We'll chat. We'll do the whole thing. It's so great. I, I am only ashamed that I have not thought of this myself. I should I should have I've talked about having steak festivals and all sorts there should be a day. There should be a day. I, 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 I want to apologize. I absolutely positively uh, drop drop the ball. No question. Let, let, let me apologize properly. To the people of, of America. Clearly, while I understood the issue of Meatless Mondays being nonsense, and the people who are anti-meat as somewhat militant, (laughs) I missed out on a great opportunity to have a day of just meat eating. Luckily for us, Governor Ricketts of Nebraska has picked up the ball and has run for a touchdown, which is more than I could say for the Huskers offense. Wait, too soon! Too soon. Hold on. Hold on. That was terrible. That should not have been in the script. I apologize. Ari has been fired. Oh, my God. Having a day of eating meat is exactly what Nebraska and all red-blooded Americans should do. They should walk up to their local butcher and say thank you and then kiss them directly on the mouth. They should say, a steak? No, I will have two. And they should gather for barbecues, not on the 4th of July, but this weekend and every weekend till the end of time. Grilling and smoking and laughing all the way. Eating beautiful bits of barbecue, beef and meat of all kinds. Bless you, Nebraska. I'm Tony Katz. I need your help because it's time for me to do the thing I am least qualified to do. And that thing, that thing is to fill out my bracket. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. am, am doing a, here, here in Indianapolis, where, of course, March Madness is, and the teams are already showing up. The city looks good. Uh, I'm really hoping for for a great time. Everything's happening in Indianapolis, right? They're going to play some games up uh, West Lafayette. They're going to play some games. Uh, that's where Purdue is. They're going to play some games down in Bloomington. Uh, IU is not, of course, uh, in 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 March Madness because they were just awful. They just fired uh, Archie Miller, their coach. The, the alumni raised $10 million to get rid of them early. That's how much they didn't want Archie Miller. He got $10 million to leave. By the way, I just want to be clear. For my haters, give me $10 million. I walk right now. Yes, I will walk right now a bye bye 
Hold on, it hasn't come yet. Maybe by the end of the show. So uh, I, I, there's there's a group here called the Indianapolis Business Journal, and they've got some people who who are in media here and doing other things uh, to, to to fill out some to a bracket. So they asked me to fill out a bracket. I said absolutely. The problem is I don't know what I'm doing. I have no. If, if it was up to me, I'd be going by uniform. I have absolutely no idea on college basketball what I'm doing. So I've got producer Ari here. Now, if you don't know about producer Ari, producer Ari is the world's big, biggest Butler basketball fan. Uh, at least top three, sure. And when he was in his in, in college at Butler, like he was the guy freaking out on the sidelines. I was, uh, I was the guy, yeah. Right, insane, like like famous, famous for it. I don't. Know. Can we talk about uh, something you used to do uh, in the world of social media? I still do it. Do you still do it? Yeah, it's not a secret. I I run the fake Brad Stevens Twitter account. He runs the fake Brad Stevens, who is not coming to Coach IU, uh, uh, Twitter account. And you can follow him there. So here it is. No, really don't want to. Here here it is. We have got, uh, I've got the bracket in front of me. Uh, I I will take, let me know who you think is going to win it all. You can let me know on Twitter, at Tony Katz. Right, or, or Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, or, or you can call 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. First, you've got the West and, 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 and the South here, and then you've got the East and the Midwest, and I'm such a dope, I actually thought there was a North. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything, but we were trying to do this earlier, and Tony goes, is writing it out, North, South, East, West, and I go, nope. Right, and I was like, okay, we're done. We're, we're I'm already out of it. So uh, your, your top seeds are Gonzaga and Baylor, uh, and then Michigan and Illinois. So so here is my take: If Michigan couldn't win, there was, was that Big Ten. Where they, were they? Yep, right. Big 10. They didn't. They 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 got kicked out. I don't think they can win at all. I think that their number one seed is a nonsense move. You are correct. They have injury issues too. Right. So so I am not impressed there. I am ridiculously impressed with Illinois. Yeah, they're good. Uh, they they look they look tough, and they look uh, they look like they came uh, to play. Mm. I couldn't tell you thing one about Gonzaga, except I always see Gonzaga in this and Baylor. I had no clue that Baylor was was doing so well. So let's let's take a look at a couple of these things, and ask ourselves what what it is that we think we should be looking at. Like what matters most? What are people looking at? Um, uh, I'm, I'm getting some help. Uh, uh, Lee Warner uh, out there from uh, from New Jersey thinks uh, I, it should be all Zags, it should be all Gonzaga from beginning to end. So, all right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take them, you know, stepping stepping forward a, a, a little bit, and then of course I will say Baylor will defeat Hartford because I'm that kind of easy guy. Uh, I am all in uh, on on Illinois. I do think that Illinois has uh, a great way to go, but if I'm looking at, like, for example, uh, in the uh, in, in the Midwest, there, producer Ari, uh, I have San Diego State at the sixth seed and Syracuse at an eleven seed. I love San Diego State and I hate Syracuse, but every time I hate Syracuse, they end up winning. That's why I'm going with Syracuse right there. All right. See, that's what I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm picking, but they're going to have to play the winner of West Virginia Moorhead State. I don't see how West Virginia is losing that one. Yeah, they're good. I don't see how that's happening now. In Rutgers, Clemson, staying in in the Midwest, I will tell you that just because Rutgers has beaten the living snot out of IU three times, that's nothing, I want, right? Right, it, it shouldn't count. But somewhere in my head, living here, it counts. You can pick them. I'm taking Rutgers over All right, Clemson. Fair enough. 
right there. And I'm taking Houston over Cleveland State. Good. I'm taking Houston to beat Rutgers right there. And I will go with a touch of an upset and take Syracuse to beat West Virginia. Damn, Tony. You are you know what? See, this is what I like. This is a good bracket so far. Keep right? going. But Houston will beat Syracuse. Yeah, no. Houston that's, that's will fine. beat Syracuse like right there. Now, Illinois is actually going to take on Georgia Tech that will beat Loyola. Uh, right? That's know. happening. Just like Tennessee is going to be Oregon State and Oklahoma State will beat Liberty. But it will be Oklahoma State who defeats Tennessee and it will be Illinois who defeats Georgia Tech. Thus, Illinois and Houston oh. will make it to the Final Four. You're literally just flipping a coin here. Right? And by the way, uh, 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 wait, is, yeah, yeah, I've got that right. I've got that right. I've got that right. Now, now let's move on to... Uh, Let's let's move on to the South, producer Ari. If we must, let's move on uh, to to the South. Uh, somebody wants me to pick Brad Stevens. I, it's not how it works. I can't pick Brad Stevens uh, to to win the bracket. You silly, silly people. Um, yeah, I've got North Carolina and Wisconsin. You're a Wisconsin guy. I producer Ari. The sexy pick is Wisconsin, and then to beat. Baylor in the next round, but I don't have the stones to do it. Yeah, well, I can pick Wisconsin to beat North Carolina, but there's no way I'm picking Wisconsin to beat Baylor. Hey, listen. Uh, Villanova, I do believe, will win over Winthrop. No, they won't. Yes, they will. It's not. It, it will not be Villanova's time to lose just yet. Uh, but Purdue, I am the homer who will take Purdue to at least move on the North, the, to the second Villanova's round. Villanova's a bad pick, Tony. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't believe you. No one believes you. All right. Everyone thinks Nova is the right pick. We'll see. Right there. I'm going to take Texas Tech over Utah State. Nice. And Arkansas over Colgate. Nice. That's happening. But I am taking Virginia Tech over Florida. I have that too. I take Ohio State over Oral Roberts. That's right. I like Ohio And State. that's where I diverge from the rest because Virginia Tech will beat Ohio State. I have that in my bracket too. That's coming. I have that too. Suck on that, Ohio State. And I have Arkansas over Texas Tech and then Arkansas over Virginia Tech. Now, Villanova-Purdue, sorry, that's Villanova, but they will lose to Baylor and it'll be Baylor against Arkansas. What? They're in the South. What an eclectic bracket. That's what I do, people. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want rhyme? Reason? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm in the West. What are we doing? I'm in the, what do you mean, what are we doing? I got to do this. Let's I'm looking going. for help. Let's keep going. I'm I've looking. offered you help. You've turned it down. What, what help have you given? You should have had Purdue over... Uh, Purdue, Purdue would have beaten Villanova. Oh, no. No. No, it's Purdue. I, Dude, you know what? You do your bracket. Right? By the way, there's a. you want a great Purdue joke? You want a great Purdue joke? I, is it really going to be great? Purdue Purdue has spent a lot of time uh, investigating and learning from uh, Meghan Markle uh, and 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 Prince Harry, or actually Harry, because they want to learn what it's like to live without a title. I I mean that's that's humorous. Well, I'm going to get yelled at by Purdue fans. I heard that last night. I'm like, okay, that's usable. Oklahoma, Missouri. In the West, uh, producer Ari, where are you? Those are the eight nine seeds, right? Yeah, there. I, that's a game. I was telling my wife about this. Pick either one. I don't care. It's a coin flip. Whoever you pick is going to lose. I'll be going with Oklahoma, and yes, they will lose to Gonzaga. That's right. Now, Creighton having a little bit of uh, issues with the coach there. So, some problems there. Are they? Um, uh, so they say. I will take them uh, over UCSB, just uh, like I will take Virginia. Safe pick. Over Ohio, but I will take I will take Creighton to put the issues aside over Virginia. That's a that, bold pick, Tony. That's who I am. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Know if it's going to be Wichita. Is it Wichita or Drake? 
Is that, is that uh, who they have a the, playing the play game on Thursday? Right, but I'm still gonna pick USC to beat them both, and I will pick Kansas to beat East Washington. Not a lot of upsets in your brackets. Ah, uh, no, not too many, not too many. Oregon will defeat uh, VCU, mm-hmm. and Iowa will beat Grand Canyon. But Oregon will beat Iowa. I have that too. Oregon will beat Iowa. Kansas will beat USC. But Oregon will then beat Kansas. Dude, I have that too. That's crazy. Oregon will then beat Kansas. Wait, hold on. Okay. I have Oregon in my Elite Eight. So I've got uh, Gonzaga against Oregon I have to finish too. out uh, the West. And now, people, I'm in the East. I got to move fast. Michigan uh, will uh, play in, they will play uh, St. Bonaventure. And they will lose to St. Bonaventure. I have that, too. That is happening right there. I've got Colorado over Georgetown mm-hmm. and Florida State uh, over UNC. What is UNCG? See, I didn't UNC know what they were. UNC Greensboro. Oh, Greensboro. Yeah, Florida State's going to win. And I've got Colorado winning that game. Now, I've got BYU and I've got Texas. I've got BYU over Texas. Nice. And I have got Maryland over Connecticut. Alabama over Iona and Alabama taking on BYU in which Alabama will be victorious and so by the way will Colorado let's go right so who we got left it's Elite Eight uh, do you want to know my Elite Eight let's, I just, let's do let's pick them to get, show me the final four okay I've got Gonzaga I like that I have got Baylor I like that I have got Illinois I like that and I have Colorado woo Ooh, that's a sexy pick, Tony. That's who I've got. That's who that yeah, that's that's who I've got. So three of those teams, everyone Our has number ones. Off Illinois, Baylor, and Gonzaga, every single person and their mother has them in the final four. But who's winning? Um who is winning? I have Colorado versus Illinois, and the answer is is Illinois. I have Illinois winning this thing. That's a that's I my mean, take. That's a good pick. Illini. Tell me I'm right, tell me I'm wrong. Twitter at Tony Katz. Keep it here. So there's an update on what's going on in Atlanta. Sex addiction. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, of course, uh, you had a series of people who were shot and killed. uh, Eight people in three separate shooting. These all happening at Atlanta spas. And so there was a question of whether or not this was something that was racially motivated uh, going after uh, Asian women in these spas. What is now being said is that the man who's accused of these shootings, this two-county shooting spree uh, that took place overnight, saw the business as a temptation that he needed to eliminate. That is the reporting from NBC News. Started uh, in the early evening yesterday, uh, four people were killed near Ackworth, and then an hour later, uh, four women killed in two shootings in Atlanta, in Fulton County, the Buckhead uh, area. Um, according to the mayor, uh, Keisha Bottoms, uh, these were legally operating businesses, quote unquote, that have not been on our radar. We are not about to get into victim blaming, victim shaming here. No one's making even remotely that suggestion, mayor. Uh, don't go down that road. I think that what's going to happen in our woke society is that people are going to make the claim, no, 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 this is all racial. It may not be racial. And I think that people have themselves a very hard time with that because they need it to be, well, something 
that they can they can grasp onto. They need it to be something that they can make claim to. I I I don't think I'm I don't think I'm you know speaking out of school when when I say such a thing. They they the narrative will need it and require it. I would argue that we are still way too early in this investigation to know everything. This is what is being said, not not by some random source. This is the statement from law enforcement officials. This taking place during a new uh, a, a uh, press conference, right, where where they were giving information and sharing what was going on. This is what they've learned. So this is a guy who wasn't afraid to say, hey, this is why I did this and somehow think that he was acting in a, in a, in a moral kind of kind of sense. Now there are some other things going on and some things that we're going to dig into in the in the days ahead, including how Moderna is beginning a study on COVID-19 vaccines in children. And there are people who are getting their children vaccinated part of these tests between six months and 11 years. Six months and 11? You'd let your six-month-old get tested? I'm not. There is no chance. But is this, is this an awkward thing, right? It, it hits me as kind of peculiar and problematic. Why in the world? We know that kids are extremely resilient here. So do we have to be testing on, on, on kids? Are, are they super spreaders? Are we still into the super spreader conversation? This is um, this is a thing, and I don't have a good answer. I only know that there is absolutely no way, none, not a chance or a doubt, no way that I would allow my child to be a part of this. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, p- nope. Nope, 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 and nope, and nope, and nope. Just so we're all clear. Then we're also going to take a look at what's going on. Um, this lawsuit against Deshaun Watson uh, of the Houston Texans. Is he still of the Houston Texans? He hasn't been traded yet? He's on the Houston Texans, but he swears he will never play another snap for the Houston Texans. Okay. Okay, just make sure I uh, uh, understand it. The reason that we're going to look into it is that just as we're looking at the things regarding Governor Cuomo, I think that some of these women clearly have a case, and there are some that I say this is this does not convince me. I'm not the jury. Right, I'm I'm a, I'm a jury in the in the idea that it's the court of public opinion. But just because a lawsuit is filed doesn't mean that someone is guilty, and it doesn't mean their career is over. We, the idea of buying in is over, and one of the ways we know this is because we have people like Speaker Pelosi who aren't saying that Andrew Cuomo has to go. Believe all women unless it hurts your side, in which case, well, I don't know.
Well, you're not supposed to just believe someone because they say something. You're supposed to believe people who have facts and data and can engage and and share data that that gets you to understand. They got to have something. That may be harsh, but still factual. And that's why we're going to follow what's going on. Will Deshaun Watson be treated with the same level of kid glove as Andrew Cuomo? I'm Tony Katz.